It's a Friday, man. We're getting to it, right? We're, we're, we're getting through to it. It's, it's one step at a time, and it's been a good week, a busy week, an informative week. I hope you've enjoyed it as well because we've gotten uh, so much done. Joining me now is Jeff Wiggins, State Director of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan, ABC um, joining President Trump at the White House at a NEPA event, and ABC joining the Steve Gruber Show and um, sponsoring the CPAC event next week uh, right there in National Harbor. Jeff, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Steve. Always a pleasure. So you say uh, that uh, Trump is right to reform NEPA. Now, what is it? Tell people what this is and why it's important to you and your members. All right. So the National Environmental Policy Act, NEPA, uh, was instituted under the Nixon administration. And the goal was essentially to make sure when we're doing these big infrastructure projects or creating these large agricultural operations, to make sure we're not harming the environment too much when we when we you know when we build these things we don't we want to conserve the environment we want to treat it well it treats us well it's a good idea the problem has become Steve administration after administration has abused the rulemaking process and the bureaucratic procedures that go along with the act and now if you want to do a major project the average wait time to go through one of these environmental review processes is 3 to 4 years yeah, so, and that's and I understand that because these these process and sometimes a lot longer. Sometimes they stop projects altogether, don't they? Right, right, and you know, depending on the administration, depending on how they want to, uh, whether there's political implications or, or personal preferences, uh, it can stop a project dead in its tracks. And so, uh, ABC, along with a lot of other organizations, labor, uh, non-union, uh, manufacturers, uh, agriculture groups across the country are supporting the president in his effort to kind of review this process, reform it, and, uh, and shorten the, the wait time because, you know, if you want to make an investment in our infrastructure, um, you know, make sure you're not harming the environment and then get to it. Uh, exactly. I mean, and let's be fair, and understand because as soon as you say something like that, oh, those people, they don't care about the environment. They want to just, that's not it at all. And let me be clear. I hunt, I fish, I provide you know, food on the on the table sometimes for my family from from the water from the land. Nobody cares more about the environment than somebody like myself. But I agree with you. There has to be uh, reasonable expectations and timetables put onto these things. You can't just have it you know delayed and delayed and appeal and appeal. it goes on forever. Nothing gets done. Donald Trump has talked about that. You can't put all this time and money in it over and over and over and get nowhere. Right, and like I said before, I mean the average wait time right now is is upwards of four years. And, I mean, you got to think, if you're a major business operation, you're looking to do an investment, or even a, a unit of government looking to build a road or something, it, four years is a long amount of time. A lot of things can happen in four years that, that make it not possible to do that project anymore. Uh, one example out of the west side of the state, Steve, Grand Haven, finally got M231 built. It was proposed in the early 90s, got finished in 2015. It took almost over a decade to get that project done uh, because of the review process. And so uh, it just has gotten out of control. And, and the new proposal from the Trump administration capped the review time at two years, which is still a long period of time and I think is, is the right amount of time to do the necessary reviews. Well, yeah, you would think so. And because it's, you know, whether, and I don't, you know, need to pick on anybody, but whether it's the Sierra Club or, you know, whatever organization it is, I mean, they will stand there and come up with one excuse after another as to why we shouldn't do this and why we shouldn't do that. And, you know, 
And there's several things that come to mind that, you know, pipelines are the safest way to move petroleum, for example. And yet right. these people stand in the way and, and force you to put it on trucks and trains that is a lot less safe consistently than pipelines, right? Uh, right, right. And, and that's the thing. You, you want a common sense approach to this review process. For example, if you're building a road or a bridge, you look around at the area. What's going to be the impact on the if it's going over a river or a stream or a lake? What's the what's the impact it's going to have on that? What's the impact it's going to have on forestry? What we started to see is you're getting into these secondary and tertiary effects where they'll say, well, how many more cars are going to travel on the road, and what's going to be that impact on climate change? I mean, we're getting off into to areas where we shouldn't even be reviewing simply to do an infrastructure investment. Right. All right. So the Associate Builders and Contractors, uh, Jeff Wiggins, the state director of the ABC of Michigan, um, and calling for reasonable reform, not saying we should not have it, because that's, and again, I come back to this because it is so predictable. Oh, my God. They, they, they want to destroy the wildlife, and they hate this, and they want, which is utter nonsense, and, and you know it. Right, Jeff? Right. Right. I mean, and you look back at our history, Steve, and it's been, you know, conservatives for the most part that have started these efforts. You look at Teddy Roosevelt uh, back in the early 1900s, and Richard Nixon was the president when this passed. So it doesn't have to be a a one-way street. We can all come together on this. Um, We just need it to be reasonable, like you said. Yeah, reasonable guidelines and expectations. Let me shift gears with you for just a moment, Jeff. Um, because I want to talk to you about beyond the regulations, and now you've got your permit. Man, looking at uh, Michigan 2020, 2021, and beyond, it's booming out there. I I don't think there's a a better word. I don't think you can overstate how good things are in major construction and contracts and the chance to get a job and companies. I mean, things are going on, aren't they? Yeah, Steve. I mean, our backlog, meaning how long it takes for us, some of our guys to go start a job is still around eight, nine months out. And we haven't seen that change in a long period of time over the past couple of years. So people are, especially we're, we're in the non-residential construction industry, commercial, industrial, and, and we're not seeing any sort of slowdown. Prices, supply prices are fairly stable. Um, and people are, we have the jobs and we just need to find the people to do them. Um, but it's, it's remained consistent. We are seeing absolutely no slowdown in this economy. And that's just good news for, well, for your organization, but certainly for the construction firms. And, and, and I just, I've got so many stories now, anecdotal stories, people that I know personally. One that I just mm-hmm. got into a, a brand new apprenticeship job. I think he started 15, 16 bucks an hour. He's 20 years old at uh, a, 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 a carpentry firm. All right, so he's in and, and they're willing to bring in good people and say, I don't know anything about this. You're a smart guy. You know how to show up to work on time. You've got a nice attitude. You're good with it. We'll train you. We'll show you how. And that's true all over all sorts of industries in Michigan right now, isn't it? Oh, you're you're absolutely right about that, Steve. And that's, and that's, that's part of the problem is just finding people who, who have those soft skills, the ability to show up on time, the ability to follow directions, the ability to pass a drug test. All of those things are, are really the barriers that we're seeing, not so much the uh, – you know, training portion of it because everybody, union and non-union alike, have quality training programs out there uh, to get kids coming out of high school into these jobs. Um, we just need people, like I said, to show up on time and be able to put in a hard day's work. Well, I agree with that. Uh, Jeff Wiggins, State Director of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan, ABC joins uh, the president calling for uh, 
regulations to be sensible. And ABC, as I mentioned, joined with with us. Uh, Ivy and I are on our way to CPAC next week. ABC, uh, our sponsor for the event in National Harbor next week. Greatly appreciate that, Jeff, and greatly appreciate what you guys and your members do every day. Well, thanks a lot, Steve. We appreciate you, and always a pleasure to talk. Thank you so much. Jeff Wiggins, everybody. A great way to, to, to close out my Friday uh, with Jeff, who um, has been a friend of the program for, for quite some time. Uh, we've got a couple more things to get to here, and I'm going to wrap some things up for you, put a bow on it right after the break. So don't go anywhere. It's the Steve Gruber Show. satisfaction in building something new something important and something that will last for generations right now there are job openings across michigan for construction workers of all kinds it could be you demand for construction workers has never been higher you could help build roads bridges and infrastructure all across michigan and remember construction workers are cool go to stevegruber.com and click on the michigan construction banner to find out more about opportunities education and real possibilities for your future click on the michigan construction banner at stevegruber.com do it today. DTE believes that the energy we all use doesn't have to contribute to climate change. That's why within the next 10 years, we will triple renewables and cut carbon emissions in half. And now we're announcing a bold new goal to reach net zero carbon emissions in electric generation by 2050. DTE has long been a leader in clean, affordable, reliable energy. And leaders don't just do what's easy. They do what's right. DTE. At DTE, we're committed to using our energy to serve and transform communities, helping to create a brighter future for us all through projects like building parks, partnering with schools, job training programs, and volunteering our time to those in need. Because at DTE, we believe we have a responsibility to serve our customers and our communities. Learn more at dteimpact.com. DTE. Every week at Ellie's Place, peer support groups help hundreds of children and teens learn to cope and begin to heal after the death of a parent, sibling, or someone close to them. It just made me feel like I wasn't the only one going through this. One in 12 children in Michigan will experience the death of a parent or sibling before the age of 18. At Ellie's Place, children interact with peers who've suffered a similar loss and express their emotions in a secure and empowering environment. Learn more at elliesplace.org. 